Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Harriet and I will be your reader today. Now we have a new week and... Today we have Sunday the 21st of January or the 11th of Shvat on the Hebrew calendar. This new week we have a new parasha and it is called Beshalach and that means when he sent. And the scripture reading from the Torah is Exodus or Shmot chapter 13 verse 17 through chapter 14 and verse 8. Before we start reading... Please join me in blessing and thanking God for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So to Exodus 13. After Paroh had let the people go, God did not lead them along the road to the land of the Philistines, although that was nearby. For God said, the people might change their minds if they see war and return to Mitzrayim. So God led the people around by the way of the wilderness to the Sea of Reeds, and Bnei Israel went up out of the land of Mitzrayim armed. Moshe also took the bones of Yosef with him, for he had made Bnei Israel swear an oath, saying, God will surely remember you, and then you are to carry my bones away with you. So they journeyed from Sukkot and encamped in Etam, on the edge of the wilderness. The Lord went before them in a pillar of cloud by day to lead the way and in a pillar of fire by night to give them light, so they could travel both day and night. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night never departed from the people. The Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Bnei Israel, so that they turn back and encamp before Pi-Hahirot, between Migdal and the sea. You are to camp by the sea, opposite Baal Siphon. Paro will say concerning Bnei Israel, They are wandering aimlessly in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. I will harden Paro's heart, so he will follow after them. 
Then I will be glorified over Parot along with all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So they did so. When the king of Mitzrayim was told that the people had fled, Parot and his servants had a change of heart toward the people, and they said, What is this we have done, that we let Israel go from serving us? So he prepared his chariots and took his people with him. He took six hundred of the finest chariots, along with all other chariots of Mitzrayim, and captains over them. The Lord hardened the heart of Parot, king of Mitzrayim, so he pursued Bnei Israel, for Bnei Israel went out with a high hand. That was Exodus thirteen seventeen through fourteen eight. From the prophets, we will today read First Kings chapter one. Now King David was old advanced in years. Though they covered him with clothes, he could not keep warm. So his servants said to him, Let them seek a young virgin for my lord the king, and let her attend the king and be his nurse, and let her lie by your side, so my lord the king may keep warm. So they sought for a beautiful girl throughout all the territory of Israel, and found Avishag the Shunammite, and brought her to the king. The girl was very beautiful. So she became the king's nurse and served him, but the king was not intimate with her. Now Adoniah, son of Hagit, exalted himself, saying, I'll be king. So he prepared for himself chariots, horsemen, and fifty men to run before him. His father had not scolded him at any time by asking, Why have you behaved this way? He was also a very handsome man, and he was born after Avshalom. So he conferred with Joab, son of Zeruiah, and with Aviatar the Kohen. Following Adoniah, they supported him. But Sadok the Kohen, Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, Natan the prophet, Shimei, Rei, and David's mighty men were not on Adoniah's side. Then Adoniah sacrificed sheep, oxen, and fattened cattle by the stone of Tzohelet, which is beside Enrogel, and invited all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the men of Yehuda, the king's servants. But he did not invite Natan the prophet, Benaiah the mighty man, or Shlomo. But Natan spoke to Bathsheba, Shlomo's mother, saying, haven't you heard that Adonia, son of Haggit, has assumed the kingship, and our lord David doesn't know it? Now come, please let me give you advice. Save your own life and the life of your son Shlomo. Go at once to King David and say to him, My lord the king, haven't you sworn to your handmaid, saying, Surely your son Shlomo will become king after me, and he will sit on my throne. Then why does Adonia reign? Behold, while you are still talking, they are with the king. I will come in after you and confirm your words. So Bathsheba went to the king into the chamber. Now the king was very old, with Avishag the Shunammite serving the king. Bathsheba bowed and prostrated herself to the king. 
The king asked, What troubles you? She said to him, My lord, you swore by the Lord your God to your handmaid, Surely Shlomo your son will be king after me, and he will sit on my throne. Yet now, behold, Adonia reigns, though you do not know it, my lord the king. He has sacrificed oxen, fattened cattle, and sheep in abundance, and has invited all the king's sons, Aviatar the Kohen and Joab the commander of the army, but he has not invited Shlomo your servant. As for you, my lord the king, the eyes of all Israel are on you, to tell them who shall sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it will come to pass, when my lord the king sleeps with his fathers, that I and my son Shlomo will be considered traitors. Then behold, while she was still talking with the king, the prophet Nathan came in, and they informed the king, saying, Behold, the prophet Nathan is here. When he came in before the king, he prostrated himself before the king with his face to the ground. Then Nathan said, My lord the king, did you say, Adonia shall be king after me, and he shall sit on my throne? For he has gone down today, slain oxen, fattened cattle, and sheep in abundance, and he has invited all the king's sons, the captains of the army, and Aviatar de Cohen. And behold, they are eating and drinking with him, and they are saying, Long live King Adonia! But he did not invite me, your servant, Zadok de Cohen, Benaiah son of Jehoiada, or your servant Shlomo. Was this thing done by my lord the king without letting your servants know who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? Then King David answered and said, Summon Bathsheba to me. So she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. Then the king swore an oath, As the Lord lives, who has redeemed my soul out of all distress, as surely as I swore to you by the Lord, the God of Israel, saying that your son Shlomo will be king after me and will sit on my throne in my place, thus I will surely fulfill it this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the ground and prostrated herself before the king and said, Let my lord King David live forever. Then King David said, Summon to me Tzadok the Kohen, Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah, son of Jehoiada. When they came before the king, the king said to them, Take with you the servants of your lord, and have my son Shlomo ride on my own mule, and bring him down to Gihon. There let Tzadok the Kohen and Nathan the prophet anoint him as king over Israel, blow the shofar, and say, Long live King Shlomo. Then you shall come up after him, and he shall come and sit on my throne. For he shall be king in my place, as I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and Yehuda. Benaiah son of Jehoiada answered the king and said, Amen. Thus says the Lord, the God of my lord the king. As the Lord has been with my lord the king, so he will be with Shlomo and make his throne greater than the throne of my lord King David. So Tzadok de Kohen, Nathan the prophet, Benaiah son of Jehoiada, 
the Cherethites and the Pelethites went down and had Shlomo ride on King David's mule and brought him to Gihon. Then Sadok the Kohen took the horn of oil out of the tent and anointed Shlomo. Then they blew the shofar, and all the people said, Long live King Shlomo. All the people went up after him, while the people were playing on flutes and rejoicing with great joy, so that the ground shook at their noise. Now Adoniah and all the guests who were with him heard it, just as they finished eating. When you have heard the sound of the shofar, he said, Why is the city in an uproar? While he was still speaking, behold, Jonathan, son of Aviatar the Kohen, came, and Adoniah said, Come in, for you are a valiant man, and surely bring good news. But Jonathan answered and said to Adoniah, No, for our lord King David has made Shlomo king. Also the king has sent with him Tzadok the Kohen, Nathan the prophet, Benaiah son of Jehoiada, the Cherethites and the Pelethites, and they had him ride on the king's mule. Sadok the Kohen and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king at Gihon. From there they have come up rejoicing, so that the city is in an uproar. That is the noise that you heard. Also Shlomo has taken his seat on the royal throne. Moreover, the king's courtiers came to bless our lord King David, saying, May God make the name of Shlomo better than your name, and his throne greater than your throne. Then the king bowed down on the bed. Furthermore, the king said, Blessed be the Lord, God of Israel, who this day has given one to sit on my throne while my eyes are seeing it. Trembling, all the guests of Adonia got up, and each went his own way. Adonia was afraid of Shlomo, so he arose, went and grasped the horns of the altar. So it was reported to Shlomo, Behold, Adonia is afraid of King Shlomo, for look, he grasped the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Shlomo swear to me first that he will not put his servant to death with a sword. Then Shlomo said, if he shows himself a worthy man, then not a hair of him will fall to the ground. But if wickedness is found in him, he shall die. So King Shlomo sent, and they brought him down from the altar. He came and prostrated himself before King Shlomo, and Shlomo said to him, Go to your home. That was First Kings, or Melachim, Aleph, chapter 1. Now, from the portion of the writings, we will read Psalm 92. A psalm, a song for the Shabbat. It is good to praise the Lord and to make music to your name, Elion, to declare your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night with a ten-string harp, with resounding music on the lyre. For you made me glad, Lord, by your deeds. I sing for joy at the works of your hands. How great are your works, Lord! How profound are your thoughts! A brutish man does not know, nor does a fool understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all evildoers flourish, it is only to be ruined forever. But you, Lord, are exalted forever. 
For behold, your enemies, Lord, behold, your enemies perish. All evildoers are scattered. But you exalted my horn like that of a wild ox. I am anointed with fresh oil. My eye can gaze on those lying in wait for me. My ears hear about evildoers rising up against me. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still yield fruit in an old age. They will be full of sap and freshness. They declare, The Lord is upright, my rock. There is no injustice in him. That was Psalm or Tehillim 92. And our final portion from the Apostolic Writings. We will read Luke chapter 17. Then Yeshua said to his disciples, Stumbling blocks are bound to come, but woe to the one by whom they come. It would be better for him to have a millstone put around his neck and to be hurled into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Keep yourselves alert. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. Even if he sins against you seven times a day, and seven times returns to you, saying, I repent, you shall forgive him. Then the emissary said to the Lord, Increase our faith. Then the Lord said, If you have faith like a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. But if you have a slave who is plowing or tending sheep, who among you will say to him when he comes in from the field, Come right in and recline at table. But won't he instead say to him, Prepare something for me to eat. Dress yourself and wait on me while I eat and drink, and afterward you may eat and drink. He doesn't thank the slave because he did what he was commanded, does he? So you too, when you have done everything you are commanded, say, We are unworthy slaves. We have done only what we were supposed to do. Now, while going up to Jerusalem, Yeshua was passing between Shomron and the Galil. As he entered a certain village, ten men with Sarat came toward him. They stood some distance away and raised their voices, saying, Yeshua, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the Kohanim. And as they went, they were cleansed. Now one of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back, glorifying God with a loud voice. And he fell at Yeshua's feet, face down, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Then Yeshua answered and said, Weren't ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Weren't any found who come back to give glory to God except this foreigner? Then Yeshua said to the man, Stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. Now when Yeshua was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with signs to be seen, 
nor will they say, Look here or there, for behold, the kingdom of God is in your midst. Then Yeshua said to the disciples, The days will come when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. They will say to you, Look there or look here. Do not go and chase after them. For just as the lightning flashes from one part of the sky and lights up another part, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first he must suffer much and be rejected by this generation. As it was in the days of Noah, so will it also be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was just the same in the days of Lot. They were eating, drinking, buying, selling, planting, building. But on the day Lot left Sodom, it rained fire and sulfur from heaven and destroyed them all. Things will be the same on the day when the Son of Man is made fully known. In that day, no one who is on the roof and his possessions in the house must not go down to take them away. In the same way, the one who is in the field must not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to keep his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night there will be two in one bed. One will be taken along and the other left. There will be two women grinding at the same place. One will be taken and the other left. Where, Lord? they replied. And he said to them, Where there is a corpse, there also will the vultures be gathered. That was Luke chapter 17. And if you're reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 through verse 29 today. Colossians 1, 15 through 29. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. It's a privilege to be able to read the Word of God for you. And I pray you have a Shavuot Tov, a blessed new week. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.